Joining me now to discuss the um, uh, Logan, Logan Paul, whoever he is fighting Floyd Mayweather, is our boxing commentator, Mike Angove, who's currently in, uh, in Phoenix. Mike, thanks for joining me. Can I just first get, and, th- and this is a polarizing uh, fight, your uh, view on the fight. How do you view this particular bout? Um, I gotta wonder why Mayweather's taking the fight. Like, uh, does he have you know several people he's uh, gotta gotta pay alimony to or something? Because um, it's clearly a money fight. That's why he's doing it um, to, to, to generate cash. In terms of uh, being a fight or being a, a sporting event, it ain't an event. It's a, it's a freak show. It's entertainment. Um, from my boxing purist side, I, I think it's a joke. Um, you know, I think Mayweather he's uh, I think he's 44 now. He's balding. He's starting to look like he's 44. Um, taking on a, a guy who's lost one fight to KSI, who admittedly is, is a lot, a lot bigger and uh, pretty athletic. But you know, it, it, it's, it's called an exhibition for good reason, and uh, it's not a sporting contest. Yeah. So how do you feel that? I mean, there's people that say that it's good for boxing because it promotes the sport. Uh, what do you say to that? I, I've got this, uh, a, a totally opposite view. I think it demeans the sport. Oh, look, I, I, just, I think it demeans the sport itself as a sporting spectacle. If you understand what it is, which is crass entertainment for the masses, um, you know, a little bit like the Roman gladiators, if you like, uh, only um, one of them can't really fight. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what it is. If the promoters were, were really legitimate about that, they'd have a really strong undercard. They would have, uh, you know, great um, boxes and boxing matchups in, in that undercard. But I haven't seen any evidence of that. So, you know, you, you can't claim that it promotes the sport if you're not actually promoting fighters uh, using the, the massive reach that guys have to promote fighters. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point, actually. What about the money? That's in it. What about the money that's actually being put up? And I think there's something like the purse is split. It's 130 million. I think Mayweather's getting over 100 million. I think Logan Paul's getting 18 million. There'll be top boxers in the world who'll never earn that in their lifetime. Mate, there's, there's top, uh, top boxers, there's top fighters um, here that I'm working with here in Phoenix that uh, that won't earn that. Um, you know, so from that perspective, it's, it's, it's really disappointing and disheartening if you're a fighter. Uh, but look, ultimately, when you're talking about professional sport, it's actually about putting bums on seats and eyes on screens and uh, what can generate pay-per-view. So if you set that aside and understand that it's not a sporting contest, then it becomes a popularity contest or a freak show. And uh, it's probably both of those things there. Uh, boxing fans will watch it because they want to see uh, the Paul brothers get their ass kicked. And, um, you know, the, those uh, who are kind of the internet generation will watch it for the freak factor and because they don't really understand the game. All they see is uh, one cheeky guy um, who's pretty athletic, um, whose brothers looked okay in the boxing ring. And, uh, you know, they might watch it just to see the freak show, just to see the upset, just to see the ridiculous spectacle that it's going to be. Yeah, that's the way we're going nowadays. That's where the money's uh, generated. Do you, any chance you think of, of Mayweather taking it seriously and knocking the guy out, or do you think he's just going to dance around and, and sort of show him up a little bit? Oh, look, 
the, let's be clear. Um, the guy is much bigger. He's a, he's a natural cruiserweight. He's a, he's a boy. Um, you know, so Mayweather doesn't want to get tagged by one early. Uh, so he will take a conservative um, approach. He will probably uh, make him wear, wear himself out of it. Look, the guy's only had one fight. It's going eight rounds. And uh, highly likely he's going to be gassed after a couple of rounds. Um, Floyd will only allow him to hit him if he's wanting him, wanting him to tire himself out. And he'll probably start poking away at the body, making him move a little bit. Um, you know, look, there's a, there's a minuscule puncher's chance. Uh, basically, he'll get gassed out, and then it'll be up to Floyd to decide whether he punishes him or whether he lets him last the distance. Right, OK, let's move on to serious stuff, proper um, sort of combat sport. At UFC, you're over there with uh, Israel Adesanya and others. Um, a big fight in, uh, I think it's Vegas, isn't it, next weekend. Uh, how is... Israel, after his uh, loss to, to Blackovitz, uh, how, you know, how is he in himself? Well, he's good. I mean, look, what, what do you think of a fighter who's clearly a much lighter guy taking a relatively short notice opportunity to jump up a weight division, fight a guy who's 12, 15 kilos heavier, um, goes to distance with a guy who's knocked out, uh, you know, his, his last three opponents, and in a relatively close fight, um, albeit you know, uh, Jan uh, had the right tactics to win three rounds to two. Um, so he's fine. You know, he didn't have the uh, the nasty intensity that, that that he prefers to have when he when he fights. Uh, he, he's a far better fighter when he actually dislikes the guy. And uh, coming into this fight against Vittori, um, which will be here in Phoenix, um, you know, he, he definitely doesn't, doesn't like this guy. So, uh, there's uh, no shortage of intensity and and uh, intent in the camp. So, so he's liable to take out any frustrations he has with life on on Vittori. I mean, what is it? Is it going to go the distance or is he going to destroy him? Oh, look, Vittori's he's durable. Um, he his threat is more in his grappling than it is in his, in his stand up. To be honest, the threat's more in his coach Hapel Cordero than it is in Vittori himself. So. Well, is a, a very good coach, comes up with very good game plans. And, and of course, he coached uh, Calvin Gastelum against the interim title uh, a couple of years back. So, um, you know, so they will have done their research. They will have looked at the book and they'll have, they'll have a, a playbook presented. And, um, you know, it's just up to us to, to exploit, um, you know, uh, the Tories' weaknesses and, and uh, put our playbook together. And uh, look, I think. Uh, as he should uh, he should be a, a comfortable winner in this one. Um, if the Tory gets too emotional, he's liable to get knocked out. Right. Well, we'll be looking for that. Who else is um, Mike is fighting over there? Uh, so we've got Brad Riddell over here as well. He's fighting Drew Over, And this is a fight that will take Brad into the top 15 uh, in the world, in the UFC. Um, and Brad's uh, had a couple of uh, camps in a row now where the fight hasn't come off. Of course, the team... Uh, you know, uh, had issues with COVID um, last time ran round, and uh, Brad's fight got pulled literally on the day. So, uh, you know, he's well overdue for this fight. And, uh, he, he just wants to scrap. And uh, Riddell's a savage from Christchurch. So, um, you know, look to see him take out a lot of frustration on Drew Dover. 
Uh, Mike, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it, as always. Um, give our best to, to all the Kiwi boys over there fighting. And I, I know there's going to be a big audience over here to uh, to watch them uh, march on or punch their way on or kick their way on or wrestle their way on to victory. So, yeah, give them our best. Yeah, no, thanks. And, uh, look, we, we appreciate all the support we, we get from home. And, uh, yeah, whatever it takes, mate, uh, we'll find a way and we'll do it.